Hey guys, welcome back to Undercover by the Black Rose. I'm so glad you decided to join us. Sit back, relax, and listen to the end of the story. podcast part one of Sally and this week it's part two and the last of it I hope you guys can understand how Sally Ann's murder was so terrific horrific okay he later confessed to raping Sally Ann while she lay dead or dying but refused to admit he had killed the teenager, claiming he found her unconscious and took advantage of the situation. He said he only realized she was dead when he bit her cheek. On the 22nd of February, he was unanimously found guilty of the murder after three hours of deliberation by the jury. He was sentenced to a minimum of 34 years in prison, where he was transferred to County Durham Facility, HMP Franklin. The sentencing was one of the longest minimum terms ever handed out in the United Kingdom. After the sentencing, Detective Superintendent Cootie spoke to the press. <clears throat> Mark Dixie faces a life behind bars as a result that ensures that the public are protected from a truly dangerous sexual killer. Sally Ann was a young woman who had her whole life ahead of her. Mark Dixie cut that life short in the most horrific way imaginable. As more details came to light during the trial, the court heard that Dixie had lived in Australia from 1993 to 1999, where he followed a girlfriend named Sandra, who he eventually had two sons with. At the time, the Claremont serial killer was prowling birth, and for a while, it was thought that Dixie and the killer were one of the same. Although his DNA confirmed he wasn't the right man, there were others who Dixie went on to hurt. The chief had a long criminal record, including robbery, burglary, indecent assault, exposure, assaulting a police officer. He used aliases such as Mark Down, Stephen McDonald, and Shane Turner, and he had been deported from Australia after he committed a sexual offense. In 2015, Dixie finally admitted to killing Sally Ann Bowman. He also confessed that he raped two other women. In 1997, when Dixie was just 16, he attacked a woman, pushing her into her own car and sexually assaulting her. He tied her to the door and he set a light to the vehicle. However, the woman managed to escape. In 1998, a thigh student in Australia was threatened at knife point to strip off her clothes, and, a, and her assailant then stabbed her and left her for dead. Though she survived, the DNA found that the scene belonged to Mark Dixie. He also went to admit to the brutal rape in 20. He sexually assaulted the woman on a set of stairs and bludgeoned her with a knife sharpener. She reportedly survived the attack. Dixie was also reportedly robbed, raped, and battered three women while living in Spain with his girlfriend. In total, he had 17 other convictions for criminal acts and in 
2017, Dixie was given two further life sentences for sexual attacks in 1987 and 2002. There was criticism at the time as to why authorities in Australia didn't put Mark Dixie in prison, or at least on the sex register for his crimes. At the time, Dixie had been ordered to pay a fine and was deported. We know now that he was arrested at least three times in Australia, and he was deported without any warning being issued by the authorities, Sullyan mother said. We did, they did not do their job properly, and the reason is for my daughter's death. Mark Dixie was still in prison, HMP Franklin, where he reportedly became friends with Levi Belfield, Ian Huntley, and the late Peter Suckiff. Over the years, Dixie has been linked to other unsolved cases, including the attack of a woman just hours before Sally Ann's same vicinity, and Jennifer Keeley, a homeless woman who killed in January 20, 2005. Still, there seemed to be rec little recent news. If the breakthrough was over a year ago, I'm wondering why they haven't tried to find a link to Dixie. Jennifer's mother deserves answer, said Sally Ann's mother. Detective Superintendent Stuart Sunday criticized the speed at which Mark Dixie was identified. It is my opinion that the National DNA Register, with all its appropriate safeguards, could have identified Sally Ann's murder within 24 hours. Instead, it took nearly nine months before Mark Dixie was identified and almost two and a half years for justice to be done. The government turned down the, the National DNA Registry Bill, stating that it was impractical to safeguard a database of 60 million people at the time. Not to mention it was ethical issues with putting everyone who lived in the UK on databases for the ease of catching criminals. Mark Dixie is now 50 years old and is unlikely to see the outside world again. With a potential release date of 2040, over the years, his motives had been brought into question. He was a tall, good-looking guy who was, wasn't short of female admirers. It's been argued that his childhood is the reason for his action. At 18 months old, Dixie's father left the family and never returned. In his place, a new stepfather, Ronald McDonald, moved into the home, abusing and beating him viciously. When Dixie was 12, he left. He was left on the steps of the children's home by his mother in Streamham. He was taken into care and began robbing people at just 14. He punched a teacher in the face when he was 15 and was expelled six weeks in the Young Offenders Institute. The violence continued into adulthood. Three Weeks before Sally Ann's murder, Dixie was thrown out of the home he shared with his girlfriend and young son. But instead of waiting around, he boarded a coach to Amsterdam, where he took drugs and partied until his money ran out. The night of Sally's murder, Dixie had tried to convince his girlfriend to take him back, but she refused. A series of events accumulating over a long period of time could have been what sent the chief over the edge that night. And it isn't a pass on his heinous acts. In 2013, Sally Ann's body was exhumed from her gravesite as her headstone had been destroyed four times in six months. And the area had become a breeding ground for the antisocial behavior. Though her family now has some closure, with Mark Dixie admitting to killing Sally Ann's memory has been tarnished by those who lived Little respect for the dead.
I hope that you guys like the end of this part two of Sally Ann. Be lookout for more coming soon. So I'm happy that you all decided to sit down and listen. Until next time, have a good day.